0: Hi, guys. It's Allie from Mystery History Podcast. This summer, we decided to give you guys a little treat, which would be a taste of our Patreon exclusives. We are doing a freaky freebie collection of three different Patreon episodes that you'll be getting on Monday. So we hope you enjoy. And if you'd like to listen to all the other 87 episodes that we have available on Patreon, you can click the link in our bio and it will take you to the site. Thank you. We are the Mystery History Podcast. I'm Allison. I'm Rachel. And, and I'm Jordan. Jordan, Yay. he's back again. We couldn't we couldn't let him leave without doing a Patreon episode. Right? So <laughs> Absolutely we talk- not. We talked him into it by force.
1: Like Undertaker when I sit up in the casket with my eyes roll back in my head.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to episode 79. On yep. the Slenderman stabbing. This is crazy. Do you remember when this happened? Well, here's the thing. No. I was
2: scared of this as yeah. an adult.
0: It's and I terrifying.
2: didn't read about it because the whole idea of Slenderman scared the shit out of me. I don't know why. So I just avoided it. So I know that there was like kids and they were yeah. up to no good. And that's about the extent of what I... Read into on this one. Well, you're correct. All of that's correct.
1: This was like right when I was in high school. This whole thing started. Yeah. So it was like peak. Like everybody was talking about. It, everybody was afraid of it.
0: Yeah, it was in 2014 is when it happened. So well,
1: they they it says here that the like whole man oh. theory started in 2009. So I was a freshman in high school. I was so gonna say that
0: is.
2: makes more sense because I feel like yeah. Yeah, I was like, you weren't in high school in 2014, were you?
1: Because that no. would be not that long ago. I was only two years out of high school.
2: Yeah, that makes more sense, though. 2009, that yeah. lines up with what I remember.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, it's pretty crazy. So we're going to talk about what is Slenderman. I was really annoyed whenever I was watching some of these videos because they call him Slenderman. I don't like that. They say Slenderman. They British? Slenderman. <laughs> They're just British? lazy. Slutterman. Wait. Slutterman.
1: Slutterman.
0: <laughs> That's another guy. Those lazy fucks. Yeah. And another uh, website. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. He's
1: just a big old slut. Slutterman. <laughs> Slutterman. You fucking everybody out here.
0: Yeah. Eve? Oh, no. Uh so yeah so I'm not going to say Slenderman cuz it annoys me it's slender man he's man kind of who slender
2: yeah that is correct
0: so why don't you get a start head on who is this dude
2: what the heck is slenderman let's find out eric nudson going under the pseudonym victor surge Created Slenderman and posted it to Something Awful forums under a thread titled Create Paranormal Images in 2009. Something
0: awful? Yeah. Is that like rotten.com for like littler kids? It's like, I I don't think this was necessarily, it's like creepypasta. Only not. It's something awful. I think it's a part of creepypasta, I want to say, is this forum called Something Awful okay i want to say
2: so the creation was of a tall out of focus figure next to a tree that accompanied this bit of text one of two recovered photographs from the sterling city library blaze notable for being taken the day which 14 children vanished and for what is referred to as the slender man deformities cited as film defects by officials Fire at library occurred one week later. Actual photo confiscated as evidence. And this was said to have been quoted in 1986. The photographer Mary Thomas missing since June 13th, 1986. So this is like,
0: they're acting so, like this was real. And it's yeah. all fake. He, he just created this it is on. A, <clears throat> what's it called? What's that you, thing?
1: Something awful. Yeah. That's, no. I've read a couple of different things that some people think that it's from this. And then some people also think that it's from a, uh, a college class when they try to make some something go viral. So they made the original pictures of Slenderman and then people, they like made a it little dead. story with it and then it went like viral. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It does say whenever I was researching this, that some people dispute where exactly it came from.
1: Yeah, yeah. um,
0: because that's what happens with these sort of things. Nobody really knows where it starts, but it just spreads, right?
1: So, other people added to the post to create a backstory spanning out of the 16th century German or 16th century Germany, sorry, and even to 1500 BC. Victor uh, added more photos, and others created their own Slenderman. It is said that when Slenderman appears. Havoc follows. He is known to stalk his victims, sometimes for years. He does not directly kill his victims, but rather encourages them to kill themselves in order to please him. Or On others. Creepypasta, or others, I'm sorry, in order to please him. On Creepypasta, it is written that Sunderman's hobbies are kidnapping children and brainwashing innocent people into becoming his proxies.
0: Yeah. Mm-mm. So, Yeah. So he really never kills anybody. He just kind of like Jedi mind tricks other people to do his Kinda bidding like, for him. Uh,
1: Charles manson Yeah. If you will.
0: Victor Surge had this to say about his creation of Slender Man. He said, I was mostly influ- influenced by H.P. Lovecraft, Stephen King, specifically his short stories, The surreal images of William S. Burroughs and a couple games of survival horror genre, such as Silent Hill and Resident Evil. I feel the most direct influences were Zach Parsons, That Insidious Beast, the Stephen King short story The Mist, the essay tale regarding The Rake, um, reports of so-called shadow people, Mothman, and the Mad Gasser of Mattoon. I use these to formulate something whose motivations can barely be comprehended and causes general unease and terror in general population. Let me tell you, he's a freaky looking it dude. Did. Yeah. It did. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: This reminds me of like the Blair Witch project, but like yes. later, like the Blair Witch project happened when Allie and I were like little kids. <laughs> and everybody thought that shit was for real for real
0: mm-hmm.
2: like if they got actors I mean, that
0: nobody had heard of then they disappeared off mm-hmm. the face of the earth then you see right. this chick in a commercial for like toilet paper you're like wait a minute I thought she but was like,
2: but like when did we see that commercial <laughs> like by the time all of that came out it was already known that it wasn't real but I feel like as like younger people that we were we were like this is definitely for real mm-hmm. this 100% a happened <laughs>
1: Yeah. I did a whole research project for like a class about the marketing for that, how they're like right whenever the Internet started to become like mainstream in everybody's house. They like yeah. were the first ones to have a website and like use that to market the film. It's like it's very interesting when you look at the psychology of it because everybody thought it was real. So they wanted to research it.
0: It's kind of right. like one of yeah. the first true
1: crime things people started to like look up.
0: Well, in the Blair Witch Project, whenever they were filming, the cast had to have a safe word if things got because they really didn't know what was going to be happening because they wanted that raw fear of this so if things got too intense for them they would say their code word their safe word and then they would stop and they would be able to like
1: yeah they said they like like, uh like yeah they tried to make them feel uncomfortable on purpose so they could like just get actual reactions out of people Mm -hmm. it's very interesting it's like a whole the whole thing is almost like a psychology experiment
2: yep yeah the whole movie sounds like it was and then even just like like this in relation to that which is maybe why I didn't research this like I didn't look into it because I was like that seems too real (laughs) for me to want to look at and like yeah yeah, just like the general public thinking this is like a real thing and they we're just posting on the internet.
0: Well, like our modern day Slender Man to me is, you remember Momo? <sighs> yeah. Is that the thing with the big mouth or yeah, the big the eyes big, or what Yeah, big it, eyes, it? big mouth big and eyes. cleavage. And it was popping up onto children's YouTube and telling kids to kill oh, themselves yeah, yeah. and everything like that. And that was right whenever like Evie started getting on YouTube. YouTube. And that's the problem is that these impressionable people think this shit's real and it's not Have the it internet. Was, it was a freaking statue that somebody created for like a art piece. And all of a sudden poor Momo got turned into the devil. Right. Huh? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember that. That's, that's why
1: that's, you can't let your
2: kids that's... watch YouTube sister. His Weird YouTube. stuff pops up
0: randomly i know it's crazy how
1: fast things like take some things just like catch fire and just are everywhere like overnight. Mm -hmm.
0: and then it disappears in the Mm -hmm. as quick as it starts and you're like oh what what about momo who's momo you don't remember (laughs) like it kind of adds to the lore
1: of it where you don't know if it's real
0: right it's not a thing anymore
1: interesting
2: So after the original Slenderman postings, his appearance is said to be a tall figure standing from 6 to 14 feet wearing a black suit, white shirt, black or red tie, black trousers, and black shoes. His skin is plate white and he has no facial features of any kind, although some depictions may say he has empty visible sockets, nose, and mouth. He is said to have long black tentacles or extra long arms slash hands, which he uses to snag his victims. Even though this is what people see him as, ghost, whose true form we cannot comprehend, he is typically seen hiding
0: in forests or abandoned buildings. So even though people see him as this man, he really is supposed to be this ghost. Like a spirit. Yeah, oh, okay. and, and we can so
1: that's just what they see. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Yep.
1: So now let's get into the real stuff. Um, so Peyton Lutner, I believe is how you say her name, and Morgan Geyser had been friends since fourth grade when Peyton saw Morgan sitting alone at school. After the initial encounter, the two were best friends uh, and hung out after school, had sleepovers and joked. Morgan gave Peyton the nickname Bella. Uh, Two years later, in sixth grade, Anissa Weir started going to school. Uh, Morgan and Anissa became obsessed with Slenderman and believed he was real. Peyton did not share their obsession, and Slenderman scared her, but she went along with it because her friends wanted to. So May 30th,
0: 2014, Anissa, Morgan, and Peyton We're having a sleepover at Morgan's home for her 12th birthday in Waukesha, Wisconsin. They went roller skating, ate pizza, and played with American Girl dolls. And we're laughing because before we recorded this, you know how I am with words (laughs) and saying them. And I said, Waukesha? Where's (laughs) Waukesha at? And then whenever I was researching and listening to videos, I was like, oh, it's Waukesha. So it's Waukesha that checks out. It does.
1: You know, the, uh, the old Wisconsin town of Waukesha. Waukesha.
0: <laughs> That's what it should be pronounced. I'm pretty sure. So, so they were having a good time the following morning on May 31st. The girls awoke and decided to go to Waukesha Park to play. They went into one of the park bathrooms where Anissa tried to actually fight Peyton and knock her unconscious, but was unsuccessful. Even though this scuffle scuffle just took place, Peyton stayed with the girls. Anissa and Morgan lured her into a wooded area and told her to cover herself up with sticks and leaves, and they wanted to play hide and seek. Then when she was laying down, Anissa told Morgan to quote, go ballistic, go crazy. So Morgan jumped on top of her and stabbed her best friend 19 times with a kitchen knife. She tried to get up, um, Peyton tried to get up and the girls told her to lay down and that they would go get help. They had no intention of going and getting her help. She was stabbed in the chest, abdomen, arm and leg. Five of the wounds were on her arm, seven on her leg and the rest were scattered throughout her torso i just can't imagine stabbing anybody but your best friend like i can't
1: no there's some mental Mm -hmm. there's some disconnect happening there yep
2: this little picture makes it worse yeah, because I'm, when you look at them like look at Peyton she's like a sweet little girl and is like all I don't know adorable and then Morgan and Anisa they do kind of look like a little bit of trouble like Yeah emo-y.
1: but yeah And yeah.
2: they ganged up on their little friend. Yep. When they're 12, 12.
0: Where I was does not this thinking come from? I was thinking of like going swimming when I was 12 not like stabbing people. No. Uh, I don't know. That's even... where it
1: you'd have to I wonder if her parents could get in trouble because it's like they have to instill that. So that has to come from somewhere.
0: I mean, it that's a very hard nature versus nurture line. thing. Yeah. Like yeah. Congress, it's a
1: giant gray area. Yeah. yeah. Yep.
2: And then like what you're exposed to, but I don't know like but Ali, you're right. Like, I wasn't thinking about killing people when I was 12. In fact, I have never thought about that.
1: Good but- save. Yeah. <laughs>
0: if yeah. Anything stabbed if anything, I was up. worried about getting stabbed because that's whenever we were watching Scream and yeah. I know what she did last summer, and that didn't cause us to be homicidal. It oh, when me you were 12 and I was
1: five. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. And and I have a great
2: sense of humor. Yeah.
1: And we we have ghost face tattoos.
2: Yeah. We thought. Yeah. There you are.
1: I got a knife on my leg. Yeah.
2: Yeah. For (laughs) life.
1: Yep.
2: That's just crazy. So after the stabbing, Anissa and Morgan began walking to Nicolette National Forest, where they hope to find Slender Man. Because they thought he lived in a mansion that was somewhere within the
0: Wisconsin
2: Nicola National Forest. Okay, so they're like 100% crazy.
0: They're, they 100% think that this is absolutely real. a real thing. Mm-hmm.
1: That's where it's hard to like imagine being 12 and you think certain things are reality. So there's that weird like you can't quite put things together.
0: Do you remember Sharky? <laughs> yes. And it still scares me.
1: Who's oh, Sharky? Oh my
0: god!
1: There's oh a deeper my story god. here.
2: God, when we were little, like fourth grade, this is like how I mean, like we were best friends, but I feel like this kind of stuff is how we became best best friends because we would error. sit on <laughs> error. <laughs> the, the air. <laughs> this is how I almost lost her as a friend. We would sit on like these benches and tell ghost stories at recess when we were like in elementary school and there was another girl that lived in my neighborhood and then Allie and we would all have sleepovers at my house and we would tell ghost stories. And I made up the story about this. It's not even scary when you're like older, but it scared the shit out of us when we were like 10 (laughs) Um, about this, like ghost dog in the woods behind my house and like a hunter. And I don't know. It was like a big, very in-depth like every time we would have a sleepover, it would get deeper and deeper. I would just make shit up And it got to the point where, like, I started believing this story because I had, like, told it so many times and, like, told it so deeply. And everybody else was fucking scared to shit. (laughs) And everybody, like, believed that there was a ghost dog named Sharky in the woods that would, like, eat us. And, I mean, I thought it was reality. And I'm the one that made it up. (laughs)
0: Like, I remember specific This freaking shark dog had a paw that had a long nail on it, and it could unlock doors and get to you while you're fucking sleeping.
2: Because I'm a great storyteller, right? You are.
0: (laughs) And in my time in my bedroom at home, all you needed was a bobby pin to unlock the door, okay? So a long nail would definitely work. So I was in (laughs) trouble no matter what.
2: Oh my gosh. So, just talking about like reality when you're younger, like that is that is yeah. true because I had like all the kids in the neighborhood thinking there was like a ghost dog getting gonna eat them, including myself who made
0: up the story. And then, <laughs> like, it was bad. And, and then this bitch is like, yeah, let's tell these scary ass stories and then let's go get fucking lost in the woods. By I her did house. do that also. And that was like, I remember Blair Witch had just come out. And it was getting dark. We were fucking lost in this oh, woods. Oh, yeah, that
2: one time. And, and like, somebody was, like, yelling, like, help. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was like, don't. You don't, know. you don't know who would come help us. It could be anybody.
0: Yeah, like, a Stop freaking, yelling, ass person over here <laughs> staring the shit out of us more. And then there's, like, huge... Eight-foot fences. We come to this thing where we can see houses. There's fences all around us. I'm fat, still as a child, and I'm like, I can't get up there, man. <laughs> You're gonna leave me, and I'm gonna die. <laughs> like I would be left in the woods by myself. I didn't climb that fence and leave you. You didn't, which is <laughs> why I we're still not. friends. <laughs> but, I would not. But that was where my mind went. If somebody came <laughs> could out, you geez- imagine
1: being. <laughs> Can you imagine me and that young and like seeing something on the internet and you like think it's real? I feel
2: like to we did where- that too. Yes, we didn't yeah, have it. Like- but hold on. We didn't have the internet when we were like this old. We that's did. what I'm saying. Like this was our internet. Like us yeah, telling ex- each other yeah. like messed up fake stuff and then True. believing it. Like this is what that was. We- so yeah, yes, exactly. I can understand. I wouldn't kill anybody over it. Like that's ridiculous. But you know. Like, even if I had
1: a friend that was like, Hey, we gotta stab this person, I'd be like, (laughs) Wait a second, hold on, (laughs) probably don't do that, huh? This
0: doesn't even sound like right, but if I was told I needed to stab somebody, it would be somebody I didn't like. You know what I mean? Like, you're right. That does that doesn't sound right, it doesn't sound right, but I'm not gonna stab my best friend, I'm gonna go find Joe Schmo who said i was ugly and we're gonna take care of it you know what i mean like yeah <laughs> i don't know <laughs> this is so sound <laughs> that's ridiculous not your best friend
2: <laughs> yeah i mean that's so, poor taste
1: that was also fair so even though she had just been stabbed 19 times Peyton clung to life and was crawling yeah. out of the woods to a bike path nearby Greg Steinberg was riding his bike that morning and took a route through the brush that had been chained off. When he saw Peyton crawling, she stopped, or she stopped him and said, "Can you help me, Uh, please? I've been stabbed multiple times." Greg immediately dialed. Yeah, could you imagine? Just oof. Greg immediately dialed nine one one and offered her some water. On the call, he can be heard comforting Peyton, saying, "Honey, he's coming. They'll be here any minute." Soon after the call. The ambulance arrived and took her straight to the hospital into surgery. One of the 19 stab wounds to her chest was within a centimeter of killing her. That's crazy.
2: So she lived. She's alive.
1: She she is, yeah.
0: This poor baby. Yeah. Could you imagine getting that phone call as a parent? Either side. I mean either side that your daughter just stabbed somebody 19 times or that she was your daughter was stabbed 19 times like either one of those is not a good situation like I would kill that. somebody that stabbed my daughter 19 uh, times. I was about
1: to say but I didn't want to sound insane like <laughs>
0: no no I I would That's <laughs> the thing yeah. though, like now Evie like with bullying and stuff like I've never yeah. wanted to punch so many children like just punch me. I don't
2: even like, that's one of my biggest fears. Cause like my Lana's preschool teacher said that she's going to go into kindergarten with, she's going to try to keep her with like her main friend from the preschool class. Cause Lana's like iffy on like whether she's comfortable in preschool or not, even though it's been an entire year now. Um, so she was like, I think I can keep her with her friends. So she'll be comfortable coming back. And I was like, thank goodness. And I'm like, this is like, we're starting it where we start to go in and she has to make friends or if she gets bullied. And I'm like,
0: how am I like, if I find out somebody bullies my kid. Hard man. Somebody called mm -mm. Evie trash and I wanted to know their address so I could burn their house to the ground. I mean, I, that's the, real. also, I also want to know their address. Did you call their mother? Oh, I called the principal. I called the bus barn. I called 911. Like I called everybody. I Uh, was, and Evie didn't want to tell me. That's the worst part. She didn't want to tell me because she didn't want me to be upset. And I said, if anybody and then there was one girl that was slapping her, I said, if I remember anybody, you me that if anybody touches you, that's not OK. You have my permission. Even if you get in trouble at school, somebody punches you or touches you and you don't give permission, fucking knock their ass out, mm-hmm. knock them out and I will be there and I will pick you up and we will have a great time whenever you're suspended.
2: And she should because that will like get around. people will stop being fucking mean Mm -hmm. first of all she needs to knock one person out that's being mean to her i approve of that message and i'll take her out for a night on the town yeah when that
0: happens you gotta put a stop to it it's just like prison you can't let you can't be the bitch you gotta go in there and throw bows if right and do you you. i mean do you
2: get to know like the parents information no of the child is bullying you nope see they, no. i i i mean i get that that's like that makes sense but also like i would like to call and have a rational conversation with someone because if my kid was bullying somebody i would a want to know and b would want to talk to the parents of the child that got bullied because i would like to try to like What's deal wrong with, with the you? situation is yeah I like to say. But yeah, no, well, they... and I would want somebody to say that to me. And I would also want to say that back to somebody if they were bullying
0: my child. Like, well, that's they did handle it well. Um, the bus barn moved. They called me and I said, this is not acceptable. I will not stand for this. If I need to go to the board of education, I will. Like I was don't fuck with my child, like right. whatever. And they moved her away from this girl um, her principal called the girl in and t- taught, had a strong, stern talking to her, he called the parents, and then called Evie in. And he still now, like, even though it's been months ago, he still checks up on her to make sure that she feels safe and that she's okay.
2: That's nice. Good. I'm glad they dealt with that. Because I straight up told him
0: that uh, shh, this little girl's going to get punched.
2: Yeah. <laughs> for real uh that's just not okay the way
0: that it goes the way the cookie I crumbles
2: i can't i'm not looking forward to those days because i'm I like didn't... i look at lana and i don't know like she could go either way you know what i mean well you don't like, want them to be the mean person i don't want them to i don't want her to be either i want her right. to be nice to everybody and be mm-hmm. sweet Yep. And I feel like she could either be bullied or she could be the bullier. I don't know. Yeah. I'm looking at her right now. It could go either way. Yeah. I'm not
0: prepared. <laughs> well, and it's just, I didn't, I wasn't prepared for it starting in kindergarten and first grade, this kind of stuff, like first grade no. and people are calling her trash and slapping her. Like I'll Wait. be damned.
2: Evie's in first grade right now, Mm -hmm. and that is happening right now. Oh, no, I didn't think I was going to have to deal with all that until, like,
0: fourth grade. No, she's first grader. That didn't happen when we were kids. I don't even remember how we became friends. I think I was just like, hey, what's up? You want to be friends? And then here we are.
2: No, Charlie. We became friends through Charlie. It wasn't me and you.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, I hope that our kids can find those good people that'll mm-hmm. stick with them and right they can protect each other and i told evie because she's big you know uh that she needs to also help other kids who can't take care of themselves that's yeah my goal is to make her be a protector for the kids that can't because she's going to be a freight train like, not like in a like she's just freaking tall. Yeah, I mean,
2: she'll be strong and yeah. be able to. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Ridiculous. Back up to the story, because we have gone on a huge tangent as we do. And
0: Jordy's just like, I don't have no kids. I don't know about can't this. make
2: any comments. Doesn't know whatever <laughs> <laughs> is what it is. But anyways, where
0: were we at? Um, oh, they were arrested. Five hours later, Mm -hmm. near an interstate. Oh, it's me. They were, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so they were arrested five hours later near an interstate. They had been walking that whole time trying to find Slender Man. Didn't find him. They were immediately interrogated where they told the police they wanted to prove their loyalty to slender man and become one of his followers. And the girls believed he was real. And they thought that doing this would keep their family out of harm's way. They said the only way to become a follower of slender man was to murder somebody.
2: So that's where the random murder comes in. Uh huh. They picked their best friend,
0: but this isn't just random. They have been planning this. I think we read in the beginning for six months. so so this is not just a oh let's do it it's they've been thinking about this premeditated hardcore that they were going to do this to her
2: that's terrible
0: Mm -hmm.
2: anissa and morgan both blamed each other for the murder and their interrogation videos are haunting morgan asked the detectives if peyton was dead morgan states um well when asked if she has any remorse for stabbing her best friend, that remorse would get her nowhere. It's easier to live without regrets when you're 12.
0: <laughs> you're... <laughs> what?
1: A lot of it's a long life of regret. She's yeah. got a point.
2: <laughs> I got no time for regrets when I'm 12. Nothing. <laughs> that is messed up. They confirmed this attack had been planned 6 months prior to the stabbing. That is disgusting.
0: Well, and and you, everybody needs to watch these videos. They are absolutely like unnerving. Morgan, especially is so like nonchalant about the whole thing. Like whenever she asks if she's dead, she's like, is she dead? And they're like, well, I don't know. And she's like, oh, well, I'm just wondering. Like, just like shrug shoulders. It doesn't matter. And like, and whenever she said that about remorse would get her nowhere, I'm like, this is like, who, where did you get that in your brain at 12 years old? Like, she was definitely the mastermind behind everything and was cool and calculated and freaking dangerous. Mm. That's insane.
1: So June 2nd, 2014, Anissa and Morgan appear in court and are charged as adults with attempted first degree intentional homicide. If convicted, they face up to 45 years in prison and 20 more on supervision. They're held on $500,000 bail. Defense lawyers say that they were trying to move the case to juvenile court. On August 12th of 2014, people of the world began sending cards and letters to Peyton, whose family launched a fundraising site to cover her medical expenses. Uh, Governor Scott Walker declared August 13th Purple Hearts for Healing Day.
0: Cause I, I'm sure that those medical bills are outrageous and that's the kind of good stuff that we like to see in the world. People reaching out and wanting to, to help. Mm-hmm. Um, August, 2017, Anissa, they, they obviously, like, like we said before, they were trying to get their court moved, uh, their, their case moved to juvenile court, but the judge to that idea. It actually went all the way up to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court told the judge that he was within his decision-making rights to keep it in adult court, so it didn't get moved. Um, August 2017, Anissa pleaded guilty to the charge of attempted second-degree homicide due to mental illness or defect. In September, she was found not guilty because she was mentally ill at the time of her attack. In October 2017, Morgan pleaded guilty to attempted first degree murder. The plea was part of an agreement which saw that Morgan enter the plea and then for the judge to find her not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect. So both of them are crazy.
1: Uh, yeah,
2: that's, that's not okay. December 2017, Anissa is sentenced to be committed to a psychiatric hospital for 25 years. February 2018, Morgan was sentenced to spend 40 years in a mental health unit. How old was she so at this life. point? Yeah, like how old are they by 2018? So 20. When did this happen?
1: 20. It
0: was 20.
1: 14?
0: Yeah. 2014.
1: Yep. So. So they would have been 16. So like to 40 years from that, they would have been, would have been 46. Yeah. Yeah. She
0: would
1: have been 46 and 25 plus. 16 is but the problem uh, with like
2: getting sentenced to a mental health unit can't they let you out like when they see fit even if you're ordered
0: so So, she has to be in there for 40 years or get or they would have to um write for a letter of release and then the courts would have to grant that release because it's court-ordered
2: okay okay That makes sense. So Judge Michael Bowen granted the maximum penalty that prosecutors had sought and discounted Morgan's youth. He said she is a fragile person whose long history of suffering from delusions make her a risk to herself and others.
1: So on September 11th, 2021, Anissa wrote a letter to the court to ask her to be released from Winnebago Mental Health Facility where she was being being held at and was granted release. Her letter stated, in quotes, I have exhausted all the resources available to me at the Winnebago Mental Health Institute. Ms. Weir uh, wrote in a letter requesting her release, in quotes, if I am able to become a productive member of society, I need to be a part of society. Ms. Weir's lawyer did not immediately respond to the request for a comment on Saturday. And then, uh, Peyton's family...
0: Then that Monday... Um, after her letter she was released. So Anisa's out. Yeah. That wasn't so very long. Peyton's family, no.
1: Yeah, no, that's crazy. That was what? Three, four years?
0: Out of a 25 three year years. sentence. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's insane. Uh, Peyton wishes her family had been, had, or Peyton's family wishes she had served a longer sentence, which, yeah, yeah I don't blame them. Yeah. So Morgan is now 19 years old and is still at an unnamed mental hospital where she is sentenced to 40 years, September 11th, 2020, her defense team appealed the Supreme court to toss out Megan's convictions, but the appeals court has denied the pleas.
0: Yep. So So like you said,
1: Allie, it seems like she is the mastermind of it all.
0: Yeah. And, And you can really tell whenever, just the way she carries herself and a is more like kind of mousy. And it seems like she's just kind of going along with what Morgan is saying. Not that it makes it right in any, you know, any way, but I think Morgan is definitely the more calculated one who put this all together and had no remorse ever of hurting her friend and almost killing her. And I don't believe, I hope anyway, um, that, she will serve her full sentence and will not let her out
2: hopefully i mean think about being a 19 18 or 19 year old and having been stabbed all those times when you were you know
0: younger 12 Mm -hmm. whatever and somebody's out yeah you'd be scared all the time. I mean, I would be scared all the time. They, um, recently Dateline or no, um, 2020 did a story with Peyton and Peyton, her, her parents, and she was sitting there, but she didn't make any comment because she was probably still freaking traumatized from the whole thing. Um, but this time it was very recent this year that they actually interviewed Peyton and you know, how she was doing, how she feels about the whole thing. Um, and you know, she believes that she's a survivor. She still has scars all over her body from where she was stabbed. So that there in itself is a daily reminder that my best friend freaking stabbed me 19 times. So I don't know how in the world you could wrap your mind around trusting anybody ever. Mm -mm. Um, and to be that young and have that happen. I mean, She, she believes that she's lucky for, for being able to survive that because 19 times and the little body like that, like 12, it's, it's really a miracle that that guy found her when he did. Um, Mm -hmm. And that she
2: crawled out of that space after being stabbed that many times. Well, she
0: actually, she had actually, after they left, got up and stood and started walking And then fell and then crawled the rest of the way out. So, I mean, like she was trying with everything. And even if you were stabbed 19 times, not anywhere vital, just bleeding out of that many holes. I mean, I feel like you would lose all your blood.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: So she is, um, she is definitely a survivor and bless her heart because that's got to be a hard thing to get over. If you ever can, mm-hmm. so um, I don't know so, how you
1: ever trust anybody again.
0: No, no, I don't. I don't know I how can't you can imagine that you would. Yeah, that's no, that's insane. that's awful. But um, but there, those um, Hulu has some of the twenty twenty episodes up but this one is not on there. They did do an episode in 2014, whenever this first happened, like I said, and you can find that online um, you can find bits and pieces of her, um, her most recent one. But if you have um, you know, ABC, you can stream the latest episodes to get her take on it. But yeah. So I'll cite my sources. Um, I went to techcrunch.com, bbc.com, primemuseum.org, jsonline.com, oprahdaily.com, daily.com, thesun.co.uk and nightline.com. We looked at a lot
2: at? of places. I don't know, I'm just thinking there's a lot of
0: places you looked at. <laughs> I know. I was trying to get as much as I could, but as far as like the stabbing themselves it's very difficult to try to, I mean, basically it's just like these two girls stabbed their friend 19 times and now they're in mental health facilities. <laughs> That's about You it. know what there's,
2: you know what there's nothing of though, that I feel like would be very lendful to the story is those girls like upbringing, like what happened well, in their lives that made them susceptible to something like this. Well,
0: I know that there are interviews out there too of videos of both sets of parents. Um, I know that I can't remember which one, but I I think it was Morgan's mom. And in Wisconsin, you do not have to have a parent present in order to interview your child. Like there is no interview or be interrogated, be interrogated essentially. So there is no rule that a parent has to be with you which I find is kind of crazy. Not right. Yeah. um, Because yes, this did happen and everybody knows it was them that definitely did it. But in another case where, you know, like the West Memphis three, if they weren't allowed, you know, they didn't get interrogated with their parents either. And that could have been super helpful for them not serving all that time in prison when they really didn't do it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, it's. It's crazy, but there are, um, Morgan had a lot of issues with mental health and it's also runs in her family. Um, but for Anissa, I don't know too much about her. I think she just, unfortunately got, got paired up with the wrong person. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So anybody got anything else for the slender man stabbing? I don't think so all
2: right well oh wait i have a question did this guy get in any trouble slender man yeah the guy that like made all this oh no no
0: okay i thought you meant like the actual slender man
2: no like they're still looking
0: for him he's very elusive (laughs) 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 <laughs> <Ooh>.
2: <laughs> no this victor guy that like put this all out there and like started the whole thing no, which because- I, mean, I mean that makes sense that he wouldn't because you can't be held liable for like bullshit you put on the internet i was just curious because yeah
0: I- well and there's so many other people too that did reimaginings of his original thing so it'd be hard to kind of figure Good out point. which one was the one that they mimicked you know so yeah All right, well, we hope you enjoyed this Patreon episode 79 on the Slenderman stabbings, and we will see you next time. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.